Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're here for another week. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am actually phenomenal. Um, Things are going well in the hood. (laughs) Things are going well in the hood. I mean, extremely well. So, I mean, no complaints this way. Just ready for Friday to get here. Okay. No, the weekend okay. felt like another 30 minute lunch break. So, wrap this up. <laughs> Ready for my next 30. Mm-hmm. How have you been? What's been going on with you? Nothing. You know, hectic life like usual. Nothing. <laughs> I got to let you guys know she's actually going to be coloring my hair soon, and I'm so excited about it. This has I'm been not- a more- <laughs> she's so thrilled First I know all, you guys do you even have an appointment yes it's the 31st of this month because that's all oh. you had available but that's neither here nor there um I don't want to be that's good you got an appointment that quick that mm. quick yeah that's only what three weeks out that's good I mean, because I saw... It's not hit the same as the they normally do. I mean, I was getting really excited because I thought I was going to get an appointment in a week. So, she made me schedule a consultation um, prior to me getting the color, which I have no problems with. But when I went to schedule the consultation, she had a lot of appointments this week. You know, scattered out. I was like, okay, so I'll be able to go to the consultation this week, get my color next week, and be a bad bitch again, Right. So I have my call. Only 15 minutes. That's why it showed you so many options. Well, that's neither here nor there. I was excited. I was thinking I was going to get an appointment the following week. I was planning all the things that I wanted to do with my fresh color. And so I was like, okay, cool. So after my consultation, I went back to look at what I need to book. I was confused. I didn't know which one to book. So I had to text her and ask her which one to book. And when I clicked on it, I'm thinking it's still going to be appointments next week. Nah, end of the month, next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that go. You want to go to a stylist who always got appointments available? <laughs> I know some. <laughs> I mean, yeah and no. Because it's a catch-22. If they got a lot mm-hmm. of openness, then it's a problem. Right. But I mean, a few here and there, I, you know. <laughs> but nonetheless, I am grateful. I am excited. Uh, I'm excited for a change. You don't get um, your appointment canceled. Just make sure of that. <laughs> you know, that probably would make me cry as if you had like an emergency and that appointment had to be canceled. I would probably cry. I would slide down the wall, snot and everything, just because. Bruh, it's not even that serious. It's hair color. You know, <laughs> I've been waiting on this for so long. I've been going back and forth. I've been busy now and finally got myself together to do it. And it's like, no, I can't take a heartbreak. Even though I know I'll be able to get it done. Heartbreak. <laughs> heartbreak. 
I just need a change. Like, Lord, please don't let anything happen that I have to cancel this girl's appointment. Lord, don't let anything happen to her where she will have to cancel the appointment. Yeah, please. Because, I mean, thank you. I don't see me cancel unless I'm in a hospital. That's how I see it. Everything else can wait because the appointment, I feel like I should be able to do the appointment and whatever is going on, I can take care of that afterwards. Okay. So there's nothing more important to me right now. Okay. Because um, can you just pause for a second? Because clearly my neighbor's dog is losing its mind because my dog is outside. Can we pause for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Let me let me actually find the pause button. Matter of fact, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one second. Okay, yeah, yeah. Walk away. <laughs> So as I, as I was saying, I just do not want my appointment to get canceled. That's it. God willing, I understand life happens, but I would be devastated. I mean, like another sad love stone, Tony Braxton type oh, of girl. What is we talking about today? Like I'm just making sure, like you understand, like I get it. <laughs> okay, just hope that your color is not sold out everywhere. You know, I've been having that issue. Um, yeah, so. What's the oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Anywho, this week, you know, I'm one of those that is in the dating pool, like many Americans, especially black women, right? And throughout this journey, I've found that there are five top men for me that should not be dated. Five. And if any other single women are listening to this, do not date these men, at least not right now. I believe people can be can change, but you just don't fall for it, okay? And the first man that I feel like you should not date is a man that is freshly out of a long-term relationship. Probably asking like, okay, what's long-term? Anything two years and up. Hell, what's nowadays everything. Long-term? What's fresh? Fresh for me is with you, without you being single for a year. I feel like, you know, make sure you got that last situation out your system. You know, do the whole back and forth of trying to work on it. You said they need to be single for a year before they can start dating again? I mean, they can date. They can mess around. But I'm talking about in in a sense of being in another relationship, trying to be in another relationship. If you've been in a long-term relationship, I feel like you need some time, at least six months to a year to your, for yourself. You know, go through the phase of possibly going back, you know, to communicate and stop talking again to your ex, you know, sneaking around with each other, trying to figure out if it's going to work and then realize, okay, six months to a year, you should be good. But I don't think you should be moving on to anyone else seriously within that time frame once you've been in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's toxic as fuck. What do you think? (laughs) I mean, it depends on how the relationship ended. If they tried to kill each other, then it's it's, it's a go. No, if it, <laughs> like if it, so <laughs> it amicable, you know, like we just realized we wasn't good for each other, and that's it. And so now we're done. 
Like, I don't understand why the person can't. I'm not saying he needs to be finding somebody or she needs to be finding somebody the next day, mm-hmm. but I don't think they need six months to figure out that this was done and I'm moving on. Yeah, it ain't worked for me. They they need some time to get themselves together. And I think it's more so just the newer generation where <laughs> they don't really deal with their feelings and they just try to jump to something else to instead of dealing with what they've had in the past and then Moving it starts on dating a 12 year old i mean mm, <laughs> yes or no i don't know what that means <laughs> i mean I, I think people just need some time to themselves so right. i mean However long I know, there's really no time frame, but I think for me, a safe time frame is six months to a year just to get some shit out your system. A lot of people, you know, they have to decompress once they've been in the situation where like they need another whole phase, which is fine. There's no judgment. You, you can do whatever it is that you want, you know, to, you know, get your life back, get that juice back, I guess, you know, since you've been locked down or whatever you want to consider it, you know, get that out your system before you try to jump into something else because it's giving a rebound for the next person. If you just rush into it instead of, well, you know, is a rebound. I mean, it's different. Like everybody after a relationship. N- not, but you want to, you want to secure the rebound. Most times not no rebound for a putback. Okay. Yeah, you ain't finna play with All me right. for a little bit. Yeah, no, no, no. So that's the first one. Okay, what's the next one? Second one for me is a guy that is friends with all of his exes or majority of his oh, exes. Disclaimer to everybody, these are her. Yes, people. these are mine. These are mine. These are Balanced. Her. Okay, go ahead. So your guy, your second guy is which one? The guy that is either friends with all his all of his exes or majority, I would not date any of them if we're getting to know each other and this comes up as a topic of discussion. And it could be my possessism. I don't even know if that's a word, but I am that is probably the best word. Yes, it could be those three things. Yes. Say that again. <laughs> Your possessiveness. Controlling and insecurities. Yes. All uh, three things. Yes. Uh, it's tomato, those- tomato. It's actually debatable. Um, I don't know who you're debating with. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's more so just I don't like all that access. And I guess because I've seen so much back and forth when you have that door open, especially when there's been history, um, I'm just not comfortable with. That ex is, I don't see why, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying you got to hate the person, but like, why y'all need to text each other? Um, why y'all need to talk to each I other? Mean, have you really encountered these situations though? Yes. Okay. Where he's texting all of his exes? A, a, a good few of them or saying, oh yeah, this is my home girl. And then it comes out like your home girl is your ex. Wait. Is this a true homegirl or is this a one that you fuck with homegirl? There, there's a clear difference in there. Now, granted, do I think men and women can be friends? Absolutely. Do I think some exes can be a good quality friend? You know, you guys 
may be better off as friends? Absolutely. But most times nowadays, yeah, no. It's just like that open door, like the revolving door, where when they're single or they need somebody to hang out, get some lick in their system, and now you done fucked your ex, but you still friends with them while you're in a different situation or trying to work towards it. I don't know. I don't like that that excess. It's it's a no for me. So, okay. No for me. Are you okay with that? Um it all of this is so situational for me. Like I don't have any problems with my exes. So like if I see them out, but hey, be cordial. we talk. If they text me, how you doing? message i don't have any issues with any of them so um i don't know i i because i have that situation i wouldn't be able to say that i couldn't accept somebody else's situation like that but if it's a if it's where like the person um i've never come across anybody who has multiple exes that they are having conversations with I've had mm-hmm. people who, you know, one or two, like you said, um, they realized that they were better off friends and that's mm-hmm. what they kept it at. Or somebody that they used to fuck, but it wasn't really a relationship. I don't really care about that because that could be anybody. Like, to be real talk, like, that that could right. be a lot of people. So, um, but I couldn't see myself saying to somebody that they couldn't have a relationship or a friendship or whatever with somebody that they used to deal with. I I can't say that. Okay. So that wouldn't be a deal breaker for you. Like, Mm -mm. okay. It's understandable. (laughs) Me, it's funny though. Cause I want to know why. I mean, I'm not saying you got to hate them. I'm not saying that at all. You can be cool. You can just get with them and say, you know, we didn't work out. We argued, but we're great as friends, whatever. But that open access, like if you see him out, I'm okay if you speak to him. I'm okay if you guys chop it up briefly. But let's wrap this up. Let's move on. Third man. Yeah. Third man I would not date is a guy that only I see potential in. Um, I'm starting to think this is more so a Libra thing. Because all of my Libra friends, we struggle with this so bad, whether they're in... Like it's a guy they're dating or a female they're dating. We tend to see the value in people. Not saying we miss the red flags, but we love to see what a person can be. We love to see their potential. Once we see their potential or how we can help them, we tend to have this like charity mentality towards them. We're like, we need to try to help them because we see what they can be as a man or a woman. And in the end, we become so drained because we're trying to push this person to be the best version of themselves that we see that they can be, or at least get to, and they don't even see it in themselves. And then it becomes a situation where I start to resent them because it's like, why are you not picking up on this? Why are you not getting there? But it's all, I think, more so self-infliction because I saw it from the beginning that once I showed them their potential or painted this picture for them, they never wanted to go and grab it by themselves. I always had to hold their hand or I always had to like 
pushed them to get there. Everything was like forceful instead of them wanting to be a better version of themselves in whatever aspect, maybe career, life, getting everything on track. But it was almost like I was the in the driver's seat to get them to their destination. But that, like, wasn't, that wasn't their destination. That was your destination for them. Right. And then, because it, it's like, we're blinded by this potential when it's like, allow them to be who they want to be or whatever potential they want to reach. And if it's not along the track that we want or along the pace, then just let it go. Right. We do and, and that's, yeah. It, yeah. So I've learned that <laughs> when the, I see potential. At the end of the day, it's really not like, you're like, oh, I see so much in this person, but that's really what you see the person as and they don't necessarily see it for themselves. And that may not, mm-hmm. it, their vision for themselves can be something completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely okay. You just can't, um, you can't be mad at them because they're not, they're not uh, meeting your standards or they're, yeah, that's, I understand that. But yeah, it would and be it, very difficult for you to be a go, a go-getter I think right. what you're trying to say more is not that I think it's more that you're trying to say that you don't want to see, you don't want to be doing things and advancing your life and the person mm-hmm. is not doing anything to advance their own. Right. Right. And I'm and not I saying say that, it, that you want them to be the vision you want them to be, but that they're mm-hmm. not doing anything at all in their life. Yeah. I guess maybe more so be a like mind, have a like mind in regards to life in general. I want to say one guy dated, I want to say last year, we dated off and on a little bit, but over the two years, it was kind of off and on to this day right now, since I first met him, he's still in the same position life-wise. Like he tells me all these dreams. And of course I see the potential. I see, I see the direction he's trying to go and get to. Right. So I'm kind of giving him the tools, trying to help him out. But then I realized if I'm not doing the work for him and just putting it on the platter, he's not going to do it. So it's like, where's that ambition for you? Right. Then it made me feel like, you know, I was wearing the pants. Like I had the power to make or break you because you got the vision, but mm-hmm. I had to do all the work. That's how it made me feel mentally. Mm-hmm. And that's what became draining. I mean, there, it's are like, w- there are women who are perfectly fine with being the motivator and the mm-hmm. put it together. You just don't yeah. have to be one of those women. So, yeah, I like that. Just... Women who have no problem <clears throat> pushing and cheerleading and dotting the T's, dotting the I's, crossing the T's <laughs> um, for men. Mm-hmm. And don't mind that they, and don't mind knowing that they were the ones who got them to where they're at. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think now in my life I crave, because I want to say my longest relationship before I got on this dating journey that I ended in 2017, it was like, I was that person where I was doing all the work for most of the relationship. And I felt so drained because it's like, I'm trying to get my life to a certain level. And it's like, I felt like I was obligated, like I had to get him there too, because if I didn't, I was going to leave him behind. And I didn't want to leave him behind as far as advancing in his life. And I felt the weight of me having to work for two people. And it's like, why aren't you working as hard for you? Like I work as hard for me. Right. Some people are not that way. Yeah. 
And that's something I had to realize, you know, yeah. and that's why it's like, I can't really blame them, but I can't. Cause it's like, why you keep selling me this dream that you want to chase these things or be this person, but you're not ready to put in the work. Yeah. I learned a lot. I have, no, I shouldn't say a long time ago, but I have learned recently to see people exactly where they at. Yeah. And you know, Potential in you. I don't see the dream. I hear it. But I don't see it. Right. I see what exactly what you're showing me in the moment. And that's what I've been learning now, or at least I've been hearing going through this journey is that you got to accept people for where they are, not for where they can be. Right. And you got to meet like, people where they're at. And you get to choose that, choose whether or not you want to stay there with them. Right. And that's why I say like, I think it's more so my thing because I end up choosing to want to help them thinking this is what they really, really want. Mm -hmm. But in essence, they want someone to do the work. And I don't know if it's a fear of theirs of like being uncomfortable because they've never been in that position. Um, But I don't want to feel like I have to push someone to be a better version of them. I feel like in life, we are all adults. And if you want something, you got to work hard to obtain it. It may take yeah, you a year. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say it may take you a year, it may take you five, but you have this ambition to be a, a go-getter, to get there. I realize a lot of the people who don't have that were never told that they did, or they never were never told that they could. Mm. So a lot of times it comes back to if you didn't have parents or family or teachers or a coach or anybody who Mm -hmm. told you that you could be great, that you do have this, that they do see this in you. From young, you go about life not believing that you can be anything. Right. And I want to say the last guy that I dated, the one I was telling you about that was off and on, you know, I would put, he wanted to be a college coach, right? So I put him in a position with the right connects, how to go about the process and the different steps to get to that level with no experience, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, now you can take this information, you can do what you need to do, get to where you want to be at, right? And when I was telling him the potential, if you take these steps, if you meet this person along this journey and all those different things, I painted the picture for you, but you just kind of got to, get your paintbrush and actually color it in. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would constantly, the first time he asked me this question is, do you, do you think I can really be a college coach? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking this is a, it's a general. Gen- yeah. I can see you. Cause I know you can do it. Like it, it seems so simple to me. If, if I was to follow these steps that someone has provided me and then it became a more frequent question. Yeah, do you really think you can see me? It. Right. And it was like, why am I believing this more than you? And it started to make me feel like, do I constantly have to provide reassurance to him about his own dreams and goals? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like that. I, I, it didn't make me feel okay. It made me feel yeah, like... That's, that's the part that I, I'm not able to provide for people. It, it made me feel... People need it all the time. Yeah. And I can only give it to you like once a quarter like i don't have it to give to you every day <laughs> he said once a quarter <laughs> so every three months 
every three months. It. I don't have it to give you every day. Like you're doing so good, yay! You accomplished this goal, yeah. Now the next one, yay. right? I don't. I don't have that to give. And that was another. Thing. I also don't require it. I don't require it from anybody. Mm-hmm. So usually, whatever I don't require, I don't want to be expected to give. And that I totally agree with that 110% because I don't require others to cheer for me because I want these things in life. So I'm going to go get it. I feel like it's a necessity. I don't need you to cheer for me. I don't need you to say, hey, how are you doing? I don't need you to check on me. I want to get to a certain level so I can do it with nobody around. And it takes a, it, it's hard. For, it's really hard for me to understand. And it could be the athlete in me as well, where like I don't get this where you need somebody to cheer for you to be an adult. And that's what I felt. I felt like a parent for the most part where like yeah, I have this child. People are stuck in their childhood. I mean, they're, they're they are adults. Mm-hmm. They look like the adults, the age on their birth certificate says they're an adult, but mm-hmm. they're still stuck in whatever childhood trauma that has them feeling like they are a little boy or a little girl who, you know, is nothing right. and nobody and won't be anybody. Yeah, that yeah. It says it sounds like a sad case that I just <laughs> and I and I feel really bad for saying this, but it's just like you gotta want help for yourself. Absolutely. And there's another thing, like in dating, you know, I've dealt with a guy that had really bad anxiety to where it would cause him to lose focus. He would stay up late night, you know, because he couldn't sleep, he had anxiety. So, you know, I told him, you know. Maybe you should seek going to see, you know, um, psychiatrists. I think it was a therapist. I think that's a therapist. No, I think it's like one of them. I can't remember who I directed to because uh, I had done some research and I was like, you know, maybe they can give you some slight medication that help ease that anxiety so you can get rest. So the next day you don't feel drained before your day gets started. You know, like I'm one of those people, which I know everybody's not a morning person. I don't mind getting up at 5 a.m. to start my day because I know once I finish with all of my tasks or work that the rest of the day is for me. So I'd rather get everything done in the morning. I get up at 4.30 and go run, get my workout out of the way so I don't have to do it later on. Do my eight, nine hours, whatever I'm going to do for work. And then once four or five o'clock hit, the rest of the day is for me. Whether I want to watch TV, go shopping, I just have more, I have more time for myself before it's nighttime. Because of his anxiety, he would wake up nine ten, or wake up just in time for work, which may be eight. He would go and maybe go to a second job, and then he would try to work out before he went home, which may be nine ten o'clock at night. So he's getting home twelve one a.m. So there was no time for him to have for himself because of his anxiety, you know. So I'm trying to find ways to kind of help him through this process. But it's like, damn, I feel like a parent again. I don't even have kids. Why am I trying to walk you step by step to help better you in this situation? Like, why aren't you trying to go seek help for your anxiety or whatever other issues that you may be dealing with that I can't help you with? Because I don't really struggle with those things. It's hard for men to admit that. Psychiatry is not what he needed. He didn't need to be on medication. He just needed to address whatever was creating his anxieties first before he was needed to be medicated. Usually, that you could, could be. 
anxiety you can a lot of times fix without um, or control, not necessarily fix mm-hmm. it, but control it without having to be medicated. Maybe could have used weed. I don't know. Edibles. Talk. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't struggle. So I, I mean, I would have gave him an edible. That's all I got for him. I mean, but that wasn't going to. That would have helped in the, the in that moment, but that wouldn't have helped long term. Right. So I, you know, that was something I felt like he should have taken more initiative for, because he didn't. It became drained to me, and it's just like it. It made me feel bad because it's like. I felt like I almost wasn't sympathetic and I wasn't being understanding towards him, even though I felt like I had given him enough time to kind of figure this out on his own. But it's almost, it made me feel like because Libras are so caring, we don't want to feel like we're leaving someone at their lowest. We don't want to feel like we're giving up on someone. Yeah. Libras are very caring, especially me. (laughs) You know, the balance scales type things. And number four. Ain't nobody listening to you. Yeah, you you just got a heart with Bob wires around it. Man number four that mm-hmm. I would not date. I would not date a man that has never been in a committed relationship before. And I will say that around my age and older. So, you know, if you're younger and you're lower 20s, mid 20s, whatever, cool. But I would say around my age, which I'm 31 now, 31 and up, if you've never been in any type of committed relationship, that sparks a red flag for me. What's why not? a committed relationship? Being with whatever, whatever's, I believe monogamy, right? So if you've never been in a monogamous relationship and in the us to get to know phase you've stated that you want to be in a monogamous relationship um you don't believe in whatever else the case may be so my question would be so why haven't you been in one it gives me a red flag of you have commitment issues maybe stemming from childhood but why not at some point everybody wants in between their 20s and early 30s wants some type of committed relationship now whether you cheat or whatever that's cool but at some point you want to try a committed relationship but for you to say no you've never well, been this in is a, if this is his time him saying he wants to do that why would you not entertain that because i feel like you got commitment issues why haven't you i'm not going to be your guinea pig or test dummy lord jesus okay you gotta have a, a resume or something <laughs> Because why? Are you calling somebody? Are you, are you doing reference calls? I mean, I probably should. Yeah. Because why? And what if he told you that he was, my thing is, what if he told you that he was and he never wasn't? You'll never know. I can call, I'm calling his mom. First step, I'm calling his mom. That's, that's the first number that I want your mom. Because what's going on? For what? Because why he, why he ain't been committing you know, nobody? Thank, you. thank God my mom is not here because she would have been yeah. like, why are you calling me? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? You're calling me about what? She'd be cool to be like, I don't get in people's business. Why are you calling me about my child? You ask her. Why are you asking me? Mm-mm. No, she wouldn't. Just... And my father, neither one of them would. Oh, Lord. Oh, so they, they, stick, they stick it to why you calling me? Yeah. They'd be like, you called me about what? 
Hey, yeah, she didn't tell me the answer I wanted to hear. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have anything else to tell you. But whatever else, whatever she said, that's what it is. Mm-mm. I just, I just, I, I, what is you calling his mother to say? Your son has never been in a committed relationship, and I want, I want to know why. Yeah, like what's going on with his childhood? Like, was his daddy leaving? Like, were you in and out of his life? Yeah, I, I will, cause I want to know why. That's he's the first stop. I'm calling. I'm gonna talk to him first, and I'm calling you to verify. I mean, they probably gonna lie anyway, cause all they do is lie. In laws and. You know, people you date, parents, family, they lie anyway. Mm. I mean, it's a gift and a curse. They don't? <laughs> no, they're not lying. Jeez. They're not lying for nobody. They about to tell whatever it is. You ask a question, you're going to get the answer. <laughs> I want to say the only person I think out of my family that would not lie is my mom. Because she is a terrible liar. All you got to do is not say nothing. Just say you don't know. Just say it ain't none of your business. That's all you got to say. Not her. The Capricorn. Capricorns don't do really well with that. I know just outside of that. That's why I'm so private because once she knows, everyone is going to know. <laughs> and that stems from when we were younger. She used to tell my business to the other family members. Like, what did you, you do? You have no business when you were younger. I what did. It wasn't, it wasn't for her to tell. Me getting in trouble and they call you that that wasn't for you to tell that the rest was her of business as your parent. She no, not to tell. She on the phone gossip about my my life and what I got going on. Gossip I made mistakes too. about the shit you was doing. Yeah, I made a little mistake. I got a little referral here and there. Okay, that was nothing for you to go and tell my cousin them. That was nothing. Okay, so the man that has not been in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. That is a red flag. What is the fifth? Fourth, fifth, okay. So the last guy that I would absolutely, this one is, a, I'm not, no. The guy that I would not date at number five is a guy that blames all of his exes for the reason relationships have not worked out for me okay the partner may be the reason why you guys ended but everyone contributes to the demise of a situation most times most times is a lot of times sometimes who doesn't what you really need to say is somebody who's not taking responsibility accountability absolutely for the actions yeah for whatever they, they, don't, they contributed in the demise of their relationships. If not held, I think they're most likely to blame when they just blame someone else. I found that in dating, whenever a guy has pretty much said that, you know, X, Y, and Z didn't work out, she was crazy. Well, what did you do to make her crazy? Like, <laughs> how were you with her for three years and... <laughs> It's not, she's crazy. It's just easy to resonate with. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, the, it's, it's the easiest thing for people to say mm-hmm. all the time for any situation. Oh, they crazy. Um, but I don't think they did something for the person to be crazy. It's you not liking the reactions of people for whatever you're doing. And then you're Bingo. deeming that crazy. 
Right. When they react to your actions, now they're crazy. It's not crazy. <laughs> you know, she was yelling at me and throwing stuff at me. Well, did you lie and cheat on her? And she caught you and she told you to leave and you said no, this your house too, and she threw something threw a blender and at you. Anytime they say they're crazy, like when they finally decide to break down whatever the situation was, it's like sir. <laughs> but even then, like whenever they start going on this almost not uh, almost bashing trip of their previous person they were with. I instantly, I'm like, okay, so this is a bash thing. So I don't even think this is the true story of what's going on. Yeah. So now it's like, it's another red flag of like, okay, he's going to fabricate a story to make him look like the victim every time. And if we have a situation, I'm going to be the bully. I'm going to be the beast, regardless if my actions or reactions was justified. Yeah. You know, and I just think at this big age, you know, you can say you guys ended or the last relationship ended because she cheated, but then you also need to say, you know, I let her have too much freedom or maybe she was staying out late and I allowed it and I wasn't asking her questions, you know, or maybe I wasn't being affectionate towards her or maybe she kept asking for time and I kept putting my boys before her. Like, you know, what was the, the reaction to that action? And I'm a firm believer that even when things end, usually both parties play some type of role. One may have a bigger role in it, but most times there is a role from both people. And for a guy to go on a bashing trip with me, I'm not one of those that's gonna be like, oh, I hate that bitch too. She was trash. And no, I don't <laughs> I don't jump on the bandwagon. I need to see it for myself. Yeah, I I can see that. I'm definitely not here to hear about. (laughs) And and I think also too, like, I guess this go hand in hand with that one, a guy that is constantly always bringing up his ex. Right. Like of those two. Yeah. Like Um, we're out to dinner and be like, you know what? I used to hate when my ex would order that. Uh, what? Yeah. Or I hate it with my Sometimes I don't think men, I mean, women do it too. I can't even say that. Women do it too. Either way. Because I was going to say, I don't think that men even realize like how that does affect women. Mm-hmm. But women do it also. I think women do it more so in a sense of, we almost kind of ch- tell as far as a cheat code. Like we're telling the man, the next what man. What the ex did or didn't do so mm-hmm. that you could be better right men do it too but they want to know so that they can see if they can be better it's competition it is like (laughs) like i for me i don't want to compete in that way i don't want to compete in that way you comparing everything she did while we're trying to enjoy ourselves if we're at the movies or we're looking for a movie to go see and i want to see a comedy movie and he's like, thank God you want to see something funny because my ex loved the love stories and I hated them. Okay, sir, let's go laser tagging now. I don't even want to watch a movie. <laughs> let's go do something else. Yeah, because clearly your mind is somewhere else. Like, you could have kept that shit to yourself. I didn't ask what the fuck she liked. I don't even, like, what? <laughs> now let's go see the love movie. Because <laughs> why are you comparing us? Because you 
Yeah, he low. I get vibes that he low key miss her. When I hear the ex name being brought up in a number of comparisons, in my mind, it makes me feel like, oh, you're still thinking about her. Because most it times, show, it also shows you how, like, how engulfed they're, like, mm-hmm. how how much she, like, how should I say this? How intertwined their life was because. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody has that. You may hear like a song or see something mm-hmm. and it reminds you of somebody, but if it's a consistent thing, it's like, wow, your lives were so meshed together that you, now that she's gone, you, you don't even know how to separate. You don't know how not to see, you know, something mm-hmm. or hear something and not bring up the fact that that is relevant to your last relationship. Right. And so wouldn't that go along with the first guy that, I said I wouldn't date a guy that is not, not at this point you're not dating anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have my fun, but it is what it is. Yeah. Based, <laughs> based on this list. <laughs> you're not gonna be in anybody's relationship. So um because this is completely this pool is complete shit. It's complete shit in my opinion. And I think the reason for it is because just my outlook on things and what I've experienced is that it's too many options given. So like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of men, because that's what I date is men like, or boys, whatever you want to call them. I feel like a lot of them are not focused or really willing to change themselves for the better or be better men, um, be the best version of themselves for another partner, because it's like, if she can't get with me or she don't like something I do, I ain't going to try to make myself and I'm not changing. I'm going to just move on to somebody else. And so it's a lot of self-complacency um, in the world because it's like, I know I can find somebody else. I can slide in DM or I can like a picture. And so it makes it different because if a person doesn't want to change, they're not going to change. And now that you have these options, it's making it even easier. And then we have so many women that are just happy to be in a relationship with that just want somebody. They will take this broken person. They'll take whatever comes. Right. And so that gives these men, even when that situation ends, it's like, well, my last few people, they accepted me. I ended up leaving them. So I know I'm the catch. And it ends up turning the whole mind into them being the same person. And honestly, that's why I feel like this whole dating, the young woman dating the older men is happening now. Not that it's a bad thing in a lot of cases, but it's becoming a more popular thing. And I really don't understand what's going on. Cause I'm like, if a man is dating so much younger, just my opinion, if he's dating younger, that means the women, his age, they will hold him to a standard that he didn't want to meet. So he's going to get someone that's just going to accept him and deal with him. Right. And the younger woman is just. And they also feel that those women are, you know, carrying a lot of baggage and Mm -hmm. scarred. So I want somebody who's fresh, who doesn't have any issues, who just started dating and doesn't have any real. They're not comparing me to to their yeah. ex-husband or their baby daddy or their whatever. Mm-hmm. 
They're not, they don't have enough dating experience. They don't even know, you know, real game that's been run on. They don't understand a controlling man. They see um, an older man that's set in his ways. They don't really notice that. They just say, oh, he just, he just want me to himself or, you know, he bought me this purse, but I can't go out past six. I'll take it because he pay all the bills. And so they are getting mixed up with this, like, I guess this relaxed lifestyle they're kind of getting, but it comes with a price. Everybody Uh, wants the soft life. But what is the soft? But I mean, I want a soft life where I I gotta I can work less and make more or receive more, but yeah, that's the soft life. But I'm not even sure if they're receiving a soft life. Most of them compared to what? Mm. It's softer. It, <laughs> it's, it's softer it's than what we got. Yeah. <laughs> it's softer. So would you date a guy that's older? And if so, what is the oldest that you would date? Like date a guy that's older, no, because he probably has worms. Um <laughs> oh I would date a guy probably. Fuck. How old am I? Fuck. I guess I would date a guy like mm, that sounds scary to say out loud. I don't want to say it. Like 25? You said younger or older? Older. Older? I 27, maybe. And how is, what is that age gap between you? Is it 10 years, five, six, seven? For me, it, that's um, eight years. Okay. Ooh. I think the highest I'll go is five. That is the highest without me being kind of grossed out. Um, cause I, and then also I think long-term too, because it's like, yo, that's, that's five years when I'm 45, he's 50. I want to make sure he's in good health. What if he's 65 and I'm 60? You know, that, that, that's a manage, manageable age gap. Now, when you start putting a, a 10 plus onto it, now mm-hmm. I got to think about, you know, health issues and me still being okay. Or put it 15 to 20. Like I see now the, what I'm starting to see are younger ladies dating men that are like 50, 55. Yeah, and they, they like. To, they get to have life twice. By the time he dies, you'll still be young enough that you could get somebody else. Yeah, but then it, I think it may be a gift and a curse, though. Like, it's because you get that life, and then when they go on to glory, you have another life. But then it's like you're going to compare that person to your last person that you've been with for so long. And then now you, I, I guess, you've reached the age of dating people that are along mm-hmm. your age. So what's the problem? You you're already old at that point. You're not trying to prove nothing. <laughs> and you've already been with an older man, so at that point you already know what it is. Would you That's be that caretaker? Smart thing to do, kinda in a sense. <laughs> you can get you can get two you get two lives. <laughs> um, and and two both lives both men had a pension, both men <laughs> <laughs> and was able to yeah like kind of that's what that should be yeah that makes complete sense 
when you're young, date somebody a good 20 years older than you, let him die off. And then by the time he does that, you'll be in your 40s or, or you won't be in your 40s, but you'll be in a good, still at a young age where you could remarry. And then you're remarrying at that age that, yeah, that makes complete sense. Why did not I think of this? <laughs> you have like now, two wives but... and two soft wives in one. Right. So your whole life is soft and cushiony. Damn, I should have thought about this a long time ago. Fuck <laughs> my life up. Yeah, I, yeah. I ain't going for it. Five is the max for me. I don't know. I get grossed out. I dated a guy briefly. I mean, very briefly. I want to say my parents are 50. This guy's what, 47? I was just grossed out with him being close to my parents' age. Granted, he's never been to school with them. He doesn't know my parents, but it was I, I couldn't get past that mentally. I couldn't get past like when my if we were to go to a cookout with my family, my dad is going to be dapping you up like, what up, man? Instead of like, what up, son? Like, how do you ask my dad for my hand? I don't know. It weirded me the fuck out, and I couldn't. I couldn't get past five dates, and well, four. Um, he wasn't gonna deal with your shit long, much longer. He either. was cool though. Like we we vibe. Like we were. He was laid back. I was laid back. It wasn't no issues. It was just the age thing for me. Like I would. I really did not see any issues with him, even with his children, which I think the oldest was like a teenager about to graduate high school. And he had a, a daughter, maybe like five or six, but it was no like issues, no riffraff. But I could not get past that age. It just, I wish I could because he had his shit together. He had the money, See? he had investments. Living the soft life. <laughs> I may double back. Who knows? I still got time. <laughs> I still got time. Things don't get no better. I know where I can go. I can I can double back. Okay, I'm just saying the soft life is just sitting there, floating around, waiting for you. <laughs> that would be your advice. So if you were to have a younger female ask you for something, what would you advise her? <laughs> Soft lives matter. <laughs> Soft lives matter. That's gonna and be you play your cards right. You can have two soft lives. You know you that's can gonna be the your whole life. You know what? Yeah. That's gonna be the topic this week. I mean, that's gonna be the the layout, the uh, title of this episode. Soft lives matter. Soft lives matter. <laughs> They're just out here trying to get it by themselves right now. Like, what the fuck? If we had played this shit right. I blame Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells fight for women's rights. We deserve to be working in the sweatshops and <sighs> we could have been at this soft life. It's still going well, on. I, I mean, my, my soft life still is to, to a certain extent. I don't want to be like domesticated and shit. Like, this, <laughs> You want to do what you want to make your own shit, but you yeah, still yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> ain't got to be fully soft, just softer. That's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> <He's pretty> softer, <laughs> but you know, yeah. 
we had just played this, but I'm mad. I'm just realizing this shit now. Like, it's <laughs> really gonna be a thing for me. Like, I've always had older men, right, approach me. That's always been a thing for me. So, like, damn. But they they really don't they really don't play. I guess you got to get the right old men because yeah. you have some that just be that just be happy to have your time, take you on trips. You know, I mean, you still got to oh. give up sugar. Like they still function. Like they still got it going. They've been drinking. They ginseng. Like they still have it going on. But they really just don't be caring. They just happy to have somebody to travel with, spend their investment money and stuff with. Like, yeah, literally. Okay, in the next life, I'm gonna I'm gonna do better. Okay. Well, that's the five the people that I wouldn't date. <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and did I say Amazon Podcasts? No, but I'm we on yep, that's it. Um, you can email us if you'd like to collab on uh, Balance and Water at Yahoo and Balance and Water at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Balance and Water, in which I need to update y'all. Please bear with me. My job is kicking my ass. So things got to go in spurts, but I'm going to get back on it. So I'm going I'm, I'm to do it. I'm going to do it. All right. Um, so, yes, you guys can follow us there. And then you can also see our personal page, which will be down in the description down below. No matter wherever you listen to us at, you can find all this information. So you have anything for the people? No. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. If you're going to Mexico, be safe. That's all I got for you. That's all I got no, for you. If you don't so, go to Mexico, okay, let me not even go into that. We're not doing that. I mean, I wasn't going to say it. I'm not going to Mexico, but if you are going, stay you safe. You can go to Mexico. Mexico is not out here. Please do not create that narrative. There is nothing wrong with going to Mexico. Just don't be on the phone thinking that you're going to get a BBL with unofficial... <laughs> doctors or nurses carrying thousands of dollars in cash with you taking your homeboys and get yourself killed that's all okay all right so stay tuned uh we'll talk to you guys next week that's all i got for you (laughs) bye